Imagine you wake up tomorrow as the true creator of your own life. What will you do with it? Imagine you could lead yourself through any obstacle or challenge standing in your way. Imagine you feel joyful, alive and free to live the life you dream of, be true to yourself and to make a real difference in the world every single day. You can. You are all these things already. In this moment, tomorrow and the next day. You already have everything you need within you to create, lead and live the life of your dreams. I'm Emily Wilkes and I'm so very excited you've invited me to join you on this journey. Hello and welcome to another episode of Create, Lead, Live. I'm Emily Wilkes and I'm really thrilled that you've been able to join me today. I have been away for a little while and I just want to give you a little bit of an update before I jump into today's topic. So I think the last kind of point in time where I was recording Create, Lead, Live episodes, I was operating as a spiritual business coach. And you may have been following me since then, um, but what I kind of found was that in calling myself a spiritual business coach, that people um, became a little bit confused about what I was doing. And like my approach is very much a holistic approach. So when we talk about, you know, spiritual coaching, we're kind of looking at, well, what are the kinds of uh, internal elements of the outcomes that we achieve or receive in our in our life and applying some of those spiritual elements to business and what I found was that people were kind of expecting um, that I was going to be giving them the how-to in terms of business where my focus and my uh, expertise and my skill set is really in that spiritual connection, that ability that we have to kind of connect with that wise, enlightened part of ourselves and drawing on that connection and that wisdom within us in order to make the best decisions that we can in our business, in our life, in our career. And so one of the decisions that I made um, a couple, few months ago now was that I needed to do a little bit of a rebrand and a refocus um, on the messaging and support people like coaches, leaders, entrepreneurs in their whole of life connection, their self-connection. So really the work that I do is about helping you to connect with your inner wisdom at a really deep level so that you feel really connected to it in a consistent and um, regular way and in a deep way so that you're hearing that guidance and wisdom within you um, really reliably and consistently every single day, whether it be in your business, whether it be in your life, um, or whether it be in terms of your own personal well-being, like that self-connection in terms of living the life that you dream of and making the difference in the world that you most want to make. And so with this rebrand, I mean, I'm still Emily Wilkes, but I'm uh, calling myself a life coach. Um, and I originally utilize the term spiritual coach, but I really think that in many ways that I have so much more to offer beyond that as well. And like many of you will know, I have a background in psychology as well. 
And so I draw on scientific kind of concepts as well as spiritual concepts. And so to call myself a spiritual life um, coach kind of narrowed what I was able to do or what people would think that I was able to do as well. And so basically now I'm Emily Wilkes Life Coach who helps coaches, leaders and entrepreneurs to really create, lead and live the life of their dreams. And so that in a nutshell, I guess, captures the change and the shift from a really specific business focus to a more holistic focus around our connection with ourselves, our connection with that internal confidence that we have within us, that clarity and that um, those dreams that we have and that mission that we have in the world. Now, apologies, I'm going to um, kind of probably cough and splutter and have a blocked nose from time to time. I'm just coming off COVID at the moment, so my apologies for that in advance. So let's dive into today's topic, which is all about how to turn any dream that you have into reality. And this is a deep, deep passion of mine. The reason that it's a deep passion is because I genuinely believe and have faith and trust that you can create anything that you dream of in your life, but that it first starts within you. It first starts with this spiritual kind of work and this self-connection work, this empowerment work that helps us to kind of step into that creator role in our lives. And having worked with many coaches and leaders and entrepreneurs over the years, over the and also, I mean, I guess um, being within this world for many years as well, is that one of the things that consistently comes up in my work with clients and with others is this idea about giving our power away. And if you're a spiritual person, you'll recognize this, I think, um, in what I'm going to share. It's a very consistent theme that we that we encounter and it's really this idea that when you're a spiritual person you believe that the universe will support and guide you and help you on your journey um, and in believing this what we can sometimes do is hand things over to the universe and wait for them to fall into our lap and whilst there is definitely space in our lives and in our careers and businesses for us to allow space for things to flow in and, um, you know, have faith and trust and not always necessarily be hustling towards something. Um, We can also use this um, approach of letting things flow as a procrastination tool. And I see this a lot where people hand over their power to the universe, where they forget that they are the co-creator in their experience. They forget the role that they have in deciding what it is that they want to see unfold. You know, the universe itself will support you to create any dream, any outcome that you desire. It doesn't really mind what you choose. And so your role and all of our roles really is to make that decision of what is it that we want to see? What is the impact we want to make in the world? What are the experiences we want to have in our lives? How do we want to feel? You know, what kinds of events do we want to see unfold in our world? And the only way that the universe can help us with that is if we actually step into that creator role and we decide what it is and then inviting the universe in to help. And so today I just wanted to touch on 10 different points of 
ways that can really help you turn your dream into reality, whatever it is. And you don't need to use all of these um, ideas. They're really just ideas to support you on your manifesting journey. Things that can really help you uh, increase the power of your manifesting and to increase the speed at which you actually witness the unfolding of what it is that you're dreaming of. So each of these points will help you, but you don't need to use them all. So just keep that in mind. The first one is deciding to be the creator of your own life. And this is, don't get me wrong, it is a decision because we can choose to wait and see what happens. We can, as you know, spiritual or otherwise beings decide that we'll just see what happens and what unfolds and we will roll with it and we will trust that the universe is guiding us and sending us on our way. And in many ways, it helps us with that. But if we are entirely handing things over to the universe and refusing to make decisions about what we desire and what we dream about, or refusing to believe in something until we actually see it come into our reality through that manifesting process, then we will never stretch, we'll never necessarily achieve those dreams that we have for ourselves. And so the first point is really about making that decision, deciding to be the creator of your own life and deciding to co-create with the universe. So rather than handing it over, you're stepping fully into that driver's seat and you're saying, I know exactly where I want to go and I'm going to let you know, universe, I'm going to put my order in and I'm going to trust that you, the universe will support me to turn that dream, that vision that I have into reality. So the universe's role is really a supporting role. It helps you to create, but it only can help you to create what it is that you've chosen to create in your own life. Um, so that's the first point. The second one is creating through clarity. So as an example, you, you know, you're not going to be able to create anything if you don't know exactly what it is that you're trying to create. So, and I had a conversation about this recently with a client as well, is that sometimes what happens is we have some ideas about what it is that we're dreaming of, what it is that we're trying to create in our lives. Um, but sometimes these ideas can be contradictory. So we might have certain things we'd like, love to do that, but I'd also love to do this. So you've kind of got things that you have in mind that you're excited about, but you don't know exactly which of these opportunities you're most motivated by or which is your priority right now. You've just kind of got like a broad picture of different ideas that all sound kind of good, but you're not necessarily making a decision about those. And so what can really help you to manifest really powerfully is actually choosing with clarity. So it's taking your time to really get clear. What is it exactly that I'm trying to create? And I'll give you a really concrete example of this. So imagine you are building a house and you don't have any plans. You don't have anything on paper. You've got some ideas. You're like, I'd kind of like it to be, you know, a beach house. I'd like it to be a white kind of color. I'd like it to have lots of big windows and, you know, take in lots of the, you know, nice view. But you don't really know, oh, maybe three bedroom, maybe four, I'm not really sure. You know, you've kind of got these vague ideas in your mind about what kind of house you're wanting to build. It's just in your head. It's not necessarily on paper. What do you think is going to happen? The universe is not going to know what to 
what to show you. It's not going to know how to deliver on that because you don't necessarily have a clear picture. You might find all kinds of different white houses coming into your existence because the one thing you've specified is that it's white or houses with big windows, but you're not necessarily going to find the house that you dream of because you haven't necessarily been really clear on exactly what you want. Or maybe You've been clear about the house, but you haven't been clear about where you want to live. And so you find the house that you dream of, but it's in the wrong location or something like that. And so this clarity, this real like deep specificity around the dream that you have really can help the universe to help you on your journey. It supports the universe to guide you because you are clear. You're, you know, you know what you're looking out for. You're going to know it when you see it. You'll recognize it straight away. So that clarity is just so, so important. The next point is choosing a creative process for yourself. And I want to share this because what can happen to all of us when we find ourselves um, working towards a dream is that the strategy that we start to use to try to get there is usually a practical one. So it's usually we start to look at what other people are doing, other people that are, you know, have achieved certain dreams similar to what we're looking at or have, you know, gained some kind of forward momentum. And we look at, well, what are they doing? How are they doing it? And we start to think about the physical, practical strategies, like if you're in business or you're a coach, your marketing techniques or the tools that you're using or the kinds of technology that supports your business. So you start to look at these practical kinds of things. And what we do is we forget about the spiritual strategies. We forget about the visualization types of techniques. We forget about journaling. We forget about raising our vibration and our energy to the level of what we dream of in order for us to become more magnetic to those dreams that we have. And so it's really important for us to kind of think about, well, what's that creative process look like for us? It's not just about the doing and the how in terms of the strategy. It's about, well, how do you create? Now, for me, I'm very much a very strong journal person. Like I love writing stories of what I'm dreaming of. I love to kind of immerse myself in the narrative, like that kind of, you know, getting up in the morning and what what am I doing with my day? What's the first thing I do? What's, you know, kind of looking at that unfolding story of the dream. And for me, I do that a lot through writing. I also do it through visualization as well. Um, And I use a lot of different techniques myself personally, but there's some that I can tend to gravitate towards more often. One of the other things is listening to music, Um, doing those sorts of things, going for walks in beautiful locations that help me feel really connected with nature and, um, you know, the water particularly. I I feel very inspired and my energy really elevates when I'm near the water. So it's thinking about, well, what kind of creator are you? Do you love to create through writing or do you love to create through art or do you do you know, like vision boards with like images of what you dream of? it's really like thinking about those unique things that you do that make you the powerful creator that you are. Um, you've created many things in your life before. What was it that really helped connect you to those dreams? What was it that was most powerful in kind of, uh, you know, bringing out those emotions that went with that dream? That really powerful creative energy is often tied to the emotion that you're feeling. And when you can really connect with that dream in a way that's meaningful for you, 
painting it, drawing it, writing it, looking at photos, you know, if it was a holiday or something that you went on, what is it that's really powerful in helping you connect with that dream? So choosing that creative process is really a powerful way of moving forward in manifesting what it is that you're dreaming of. Allowing space for anything to be possible is the next point that I want to share. And this is so important because what happens is if we don't believe that anything is possible, then we start to limit ourselves. We start to think that only this, this and this is possible for us, but not this big dream that I have. Like that's possible for other people. It's not possible for me. As soon as you start to tell yourself that something is off limits, then you are losing that connection with the anything is possible belief. And when when you believe that anything is possible, your energy will elevate to that level. It will enable you to see new options. It will enable you to see new possibilities that you didn't entertain before. And so this belief about really allowing anything to be possible helps put you really absolutely into the driver's seat when it comes to being creative. Um, So that's, you know, part of this process is really opening yourself up to that creative process through allowing the space for anything to be possible within your vision, within your mind, within your belief, you know, the, the sets of beliefs that support you as you're moving forward. The fifth point is bringing the feelings to the forefront. And as I mentioned kind of earlier, we touched on this already, The emotion that you experience um, is strongly tied to how magnetic you are to those dreams that you're aiming for or or working towards. And when you bring those feelings to the forefront, you start to attract more of the same. And so if you are bringing those inspirational feelings, that joyful feeling, you know, that powerful feeling, confident feeling, that feeling of clarity, like knowing exactly what it is and that you can see it so vividly that you can actually experience it right in the here and now. Those kinds of emotions will really help you to manifest the dreams that you have really, really quickly. The stronger the emotion, the stronger that kind of magnetic, you know, that um, resonances, I guess, with what it is that you're dreaming of. So really doing this consciously, like bringing yourself into that emotional space really consciously and doing the things that help you to do that. So part of it might be the creative options that we talked about before, like visualization and writing the story and those sorts of things. But some of it can be actually like a meditation where you actually sit with your hand on your heart and you just actually feel that emotion flowing through you. Like you're imagining how will I feel when this dream is my reality, when I'm living it, when I'm experiencing it right here and now and seeing yourself as if you are experiencing it right here and now and then feeling those feelings like what will I be feeling when I'm actually living that experience? So you can connect really deeply with those emotions. Interestingly enough, the counter is true too. So say if there's something you really don't want, and I actually, you know, I think this will run counter to what some people um, believe, but sometimes when there's something you really don't want to happen, that energy of not wanting something can actually push it away. And so people sometimes say that when you don't want something, you're putting a lot of energy into it and you can actually be attracting it into your life. But that has not been the experience that I've had. Um, And I think that it's often you know, and it's consistently the case in my client work as well, where often the things that we're most fearful of or most worried about don't actually manifest. 
And sometimes clients will come to me and they're fearful and worried that they're actually manifesting what they don't want. Like they, they feel like they're negative thinking or they like they, you know, describe it as negative thinking, like thoughts about what they don't want or fears or worries or doubts are actually attracting what they don't want. But that is actually not the case because the energy that they're putting out is really repellent. The energy of fear, of doubt, of worry is actually pushing those things away. And so far from being afraid that you're creating what you don't want, you're actually letting the universe know in your own way what you do want because you're actually pushing away the stuff that you don't want in your life. So please don't be fearful. If you ever have those kind of negative thoughts or worried thoughts or fearful thoughts, those thoughts are helping you. They're helping you find your way to what it is that you really dream of. Um, So that's really important as well. Not that you're necessarily going to be conjuring those, you know, unpleasant thoughts on purpose in order to create what you dream of. but don't fear them if they do come up. Then create the dream. So then this is our sort of sixth point is really start to create it. And you do this through that process, the creative process you chose, and you just keep writing, you keep visualizing, you keep seeing it, you keep clarifying it, you keep adding more and more detail. So I can remember being part of a group once where someone talked about using a dream jar and they'd pull out the the dreams and they would look at the dream and they would visualize it and they would use different um, dreams on different days. And the power of using this is they'd have like an alarm and they'd do it three times a day or something along those lines. And this is such a powerful thing to do, like doing something repeatedly throughout your life, throughout your days, continuously coming back to that dream, continuously seeing it, experiencing it, bringing up, conjuring up those feelings, writing about it is such a powerful tool to connect you very deeply with that dream that you have, but also that manifesting energy of that, putting it out into the universe that this is what I want. I'm really clear. I'm getting clearer and clearer and clearer. And the desire is really strong within me. And I'm maintaining that at a really high level through this consistent connection that I have with that vision and dream for myself. So you're creating it, like you're actively creating it, like writing your blueprint for your house. You know, you're doing a draft and then you're saying, okay, here's my draft. And now I'm going to relook at it again. I'm going to tweak it and change it and make sure it's exactly what I want. Then I'm going to review it again. I'm going to, you know, take out the tiny you know, little things that aren't quite right. And I'm going to make it better and better and better. And I'm just going to make this plan and that this vision as clear and as clear as it possibly can be. And while you're doing that, you're actually creating it. You're creating it because you're creating wiring in your brain that enables you to see it as if it was already happening, to believe that it was already happening, to be attuned to opportunities that are flowing your way to enable it to actually, for you to actually walk through those doors that are opening for you to actually take up those opportunities that present themselves for you to actually be walking towards that dream instead of just dreaming about it. So this is a really creative process because it opens you up to the actions that you're taking in life as well that align with this vision that you have for yourself. The seventh point is keep doing this on repeat, which ties to this last one. As you're creating, you're doing this over and over and over again. You're visualizing it so much that it becomes just a norm for you. You start to see yourself as if you are already doing it. You start to operate as if you are already living that dream. 
So instead of just waiting until you see it unfold, you're actually living it right here and now. And you're creating, as I said again, like that wiring in your brain through that repeated process of seeing it. Um, your brain doesn't know the difference between something you've visualized over and over again and something you've actually done over and over again. It recognizes these two experiences in the same way. And so the more you visualize it and the more you repeat this process, the more powerful that wiring becomes in your brain and the more your body and your mind just accepts that you are and have already created that. Trust, this is at point eight, is trusting and believe believing that what you're creating will be because you can create anything. This is like having faith and trust in yourself as the creator. Knowing that you are as capable as anyone else, you can create anything that you dream of. You can find innovative solutions to any problem or challenge which comes up along the way. Like there is nothing stopping you or standing in the way of you actually creating that dream and believing that and trusting it and having faith in it. And for those of you like me, spiritually minded people, there's that trust and belief in the universe and its support of you as well. So there's that really like strong, powerful energy that comes with trust and faith where you're visualizing and you're seeing it, but you're not doing it from a place of desperation. You're not doing it from a place of, I won't cope without this, or you're not entertaining any doubt. You're not entertaining any doubt. You're just having that faith and trust that what you visualize and see, what you believe you you know desire and dream of in your life will be and you know that it's only a matter of time before you see it and so that trust and belief that you have in yourself and the universe enables you to keep going through this process and enjoying it knowing that it's inevitable sooner or later you're going to see what you've dreamed of turn into your reality um, so that's a really really powerful you know thing the other element of this is that what you can find is that the more you go through this creative process you start to realize that the things that you thought some of the things that you thought were your dream don't fit very well anymore they don't feel as good you don't feel as excited and inspired by them you start to realize through this experiencing process that some of what you dreamt of was was an intellectual dream it wasn't something that your heart wanted it wasn't something that you felt really deeply called to um, by your heart and spirit and so there's things that we do because we think we should we don't even realize that we're choosing it because of that we're doing it because someone else said it was a good idea and we kind of absorbed it It was like yeah great that sounds really good but when your heart comes down to it and you actually try to do it or you try to see yourself in that experience you're like my heart's not in this I'm not going to keep visualizing it because it just doesn't feel really connected and so this process of trusting and having faith can help you to realize that sometimes the things that we are dreaming of are not going they're not for us and that that's totally okay and we can pivot and change it so point nine is really about noticing and paying attention to what is happening in your life and I think this is one of the most powerful aspects of everything that we've talked about so far which is when you start to do this visualization process or this journaling process or this creative process what happens is you start to pay attention to the things that are flowing into your life because you've got really clear on the dream that you want. You've got really clear on what it looks like, what it feels like, what exactly what that experience is that you're trying to attract to you. 
And the clearer you are on it, the more you start to notice the things that are aligning, that are helping you get closer to that dream, the kinds of opportunities that come your way, the doors that open, the people that share things that are helpful, the messages that you receive through, you might, you know, open your Instagram and see a post and it's exactly what you needed to hear in exactly the right moment. And so a part of this creative process is actually about being really aware and observant and noticing the kinds of things that are flowing into your world that are helping you to turn this dream into reality. And this is the power of this kind of process. When you start to think about the things you don't want and you start to focus on what's not working and what's not happening and you know how things are challenging or difficult, we start to not pay attention to the opportunities that present themselves. We start to focus on the things that aren't working instead of on the things that are working. And so part of this powerful process is through that awareness and through that attunement and that attention that we pay to the things that we dream of and that we desire, the more of that we start to see, the more we start to notice and the more we start to capitalize on it and take advantage of it. So that's point nine. Point 10 is appreciation. And this is just a powerful way of rounding off this whole process. And appreciation is really that energy that you're sending out to the universe that is like experiencing gratitude in advance for something. So when you have that faith and trust and belief that what you dream of is on its way to you already, then you can appreciate it already. You can appreciate it because you, you know, I I talked to someone recently that gave the example of a relationship that they um, are excited to be in and that it's unfolding in its own way, in its own time, in its own beautiful kind of divine timing. And they can't, rush this or make it happen any quicker and they don't wouldn't want to because the dream is um, something that they are enjoying in the here and now the dream is unfolding in the here and now and the destination isn't what it's all about it's you know that getting to that end result isn't what it's all about it's about enjoying every step on the journey it's about appreciating every element of that it's about seeing the experiences that you're having right now is contributing to that outcome as you know that living your dream today living it tomorrow living it every single day and appreciating that journey appreciating that experience and really like making the most of it so appreciation is the 10th and kind of um, final point that I wanted to share with you today I hope that these um, points have been helpful or these ideas have been helpful um, I would be really interested to hear your thoughts on these um, I think One of the things that I really like to thread through all of this is that action component and that all of this is only um, as powerful as the action that we're taking. And those actions are the things like paying attention to what's happening, taking advantage of the opportunities that come up, knocking on doors, opening doors, you know, starting to actually embrace and welcome in those opportunities that flow to us. And so this process isn't just a spiritual one. It's not just a a visualization, magical, you know, believe it, see it in your mind and believe it and it will happen. It's about the kind of full impact that that kind of process has, that creative impact of when you're creating something in your mind, you're also creating it in your reality. You're also creating 
the opportunities that enable it over time to become your lived experience, your lived reality. So I hope that these points have been really helpful to you. Um, I'm going to be creating a printable that you that captures all of these points. So I'll put the link in the show notes underneath this uh, video slash podcast and you can download that and have access to it as well so that you don't need to write it all down. Um, but yeah, just some ideas. As I mentioned before, just drag out any of these ideas and give them a go. Just try them. See, don't have to use them all. Just try the ones that resonate and feel good for you. The ones that help you to feel really elevated and really staying really you know, connected to that spiritual strategy or that inner strategy um, as opposed to just focusing on the external stuff, which is what we tend to do. So I hope this has been helpful. Thank you so much for listening. I look forward to speaking with you again soon. Until then, take care. Bye. Thanks for listening. I'm so glad that you were able to join me for this podcast. If you enjoyed the podcast, I'd love it if you could please leave a review to let me know. And if you'd like to reach out, be a guest on this podcast or share your thoughts on a topic that we've covered, please get in touch at coaching at emilywilkes.com. I'd love to hear from you.